0: Hello, listeners from home or on the road. Catch a favorite story. You are listening to Catch the Story, the podcast where, in each episode, we bring you great stories told by dear storytellers. I'm your host, Lucia Matuonto, and it's time to catch the story. Catch the Story is bringing Doggy Bank, the winner of new narratives, a captivating indie comedy series. Created by Thales Correa, based on the classic by the legendary Brazilian author Machado de Assis, Doggy Bank is a dark comedy about a goofy slicker who starts dog-seating a posh puppy and gets pulled into an unexpected friendship with its eccentric owner. The series offers a fresh, humor-filled take on universal themes like ambition and friendship in a culturally diverse setting. Join us for the next three consecutive Saturdays and get ready to dive into this exciting series.
1: This is the audio version of Doggy Bank. Want the full cinematic experience? The complete series is available now on Amazon. Dive into Doggy Bank and witness the story come to life on Prime Video. While Rubian holds the medical papers, his expression gradually brightens. I'm clean. I'm negative. Yes, that is correct. So that means I can leave, right? Yes, in fact, Mr. Rubin, there's something curious about your results. You're immune. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know much about the virus. We do know that a certain portion of humans demonstrate an inborn resistance to it. Oh my God, that's amazing.
2: Thank you very much, doctor. I really appreciate your help. Amin. Sarar,
1: mean Sarar, sarar. my pleasure. Now, I must admit though, it's less of a help and you're more of a job. I am paid to be here. You know, very well paid by Mr. Borba. Oh, thanks. Uh,
2: How how are you feeling?
3: Well, I can still breathe, so... Well,
2: that's a good sign, (laughs)
3: right?
2: Uh, I mean, you're gonna be fine, right? You you made me believe that death shouldn't be a hard business.
3: Uh, There isn't until you have to face your own.
1: Ah, I agree, huh? Philosophy is one thing. But actually dying is another. I mean it's way more painful, yeah? Am I right, my friend? (gasps) Doggy Bank, Episode 3. Have you ever cared? Rubian searches for his car only to find a no parking zone sign in its place. Fuck! Rubian steps off the city bus, head lowered, navigating through a litter-strewn sidewalk. He approaches the most dilapidated building on the street and enters. The elevator is a relic. Its walls scuffed and buttons worn. He exits and walks down a dingy hallway to his apartment. Great. He pulls a beer from the fridge and cracks it open. Inside, the disarray mirrors the world outside. Rubian is crouched down in the bathtub, fiddling with the shower knob. A solitary water drop forms, teeters for a moment, then falls, missing his outstretched hand. In the evening at Borbus's mansion, the water fountain gushes with abandon. Inside, three maids bustle about, one struggling to balance an oversized stack of plates. Ms. Mildred, the head maid, meticulously inspects a single utensil, spending a long time to ensure it's spotless.
0: Is everything okay? I am so sorry, Mrs. Mildred. Look at me. Leave. This is Mildred. My mom has
1: lupus. I am the only thing she has. I need this job. Just leave.
3: And don't touch anything on your way out.
1: The maid exits, head lowered. Ms. Mildred heads straight for the cleaning supplies. Donning gloves with scientific precision. She meticulously disinfects the area where the plate broke. she then carefully discards the debris into the trash. Moving to the sink, she skillfully peels off her gloves, places them aside, lathers soap on her hands, and rinses them under the running water.
0: Happy birthday. To you. Happy to you Happy birthday to
1: you. Later in the evening, Ms. Mildred sits upright at one end of the room. The three remaining maids line up across from her.
2: I'm sorry, Mrs. Mildred, but are we still gonna get paid?
3: Yes, Mr. Borba will take good care of you.
1: The maids and Ms. Mildred lock eyes in a stilted sequence. Sequentially, each maid rises and departs with mechanical precision. In the study, Borba is engrossed in writing in his notebook. Ms. Mildred approaches him cautiously. Mr. Borba. Yes, dear.
3: I had to dismiss all our staff. I couldn't risk their lives or their families. I hope you understand. I do understand, yes. But don't worry. I'll still continue to take care of the house as much as I can. Food and everything else will be delivered on a timely manner. I'll make sure nothing's missing. Thank you. I'm sorry that it had to come to this. I wish you a
0: speedy recovery.
1: Borba steps onto the grand mezzanine overlooking the expansive, empty living room below. His puppy follows, sitting beside him, both gazing in the same direction. The next day, the suburban city awakens to a new dawn. A PBMJ sandwich takes shape in the making. A joint is lit, and as the smoke clears, Jer is revealed as he takes a drag, Rubian's stoner best friend. Want uh, anything to drink?
2: Sure, what do you got? Uh,
1: tap water. Really?
2: Yes. That's all you got. Mm-hmm. Sure. On the rocks? Need feel do
3: it. Yo, sorry about your sister, man. It's Okay. It's tough to miss someone, you know? I mean, I know exactly how you feel. You do? A cousin of mine, he went to jail a few years ago.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, and what happened? That's it, he went to jail a few years ago. I mean, did he
2: die there, or? No, still there. Yeah, same thing, Jerry. Exactly the same thing. Okay, buddy, it's not what I meant, all right? Whatever. Since you passed, my life turned upside down. You know you can count on me, right? Thank you. Pot. No thanks. What else is going on? I'm kind of embarrassing. Hemorrhoids. Oh my god. Your train of thought really scares me. And no, it's not hemorrhoids anymore. Mine's so What is it then?
3: Uh So what is it then? Uh, no. So what else what else it's going on? Un- embarrassing. I'm un- embarrassing. Un- embarrassing. Dude, I've known you since we moved to the States, man. I called you masturbating, like, what, 300 times. Oh my God, not necessary. It, uh, yes, it is necessary, no? It proves the point. It proves that I, you cannot hide anything from <laughs> me. you must know.
2: They told my car, okay? I cannot work, I cannot pay to get my car back, and I cannot even pay the rent of this palace that we're in.
3: So what, then? You want me to lend you some money? Are you sure? Yeah, dude, for sure, no? I just have to go and... Rob a bank first since, you know, I'm as broke as you. So why, why did you offer? I don't know, man. I thought it was the right thing to say. Plus, I thought you would be proud enough to say no. Yeah, so. you
2: clearly don't know me that well. Mm. I clearly don't. To be honest, I don't know anything either. I'm completely lost. I don't know what you do,
3: man. Why don't you go back to that big house and you ask the old dude for money? I mean, he's dying, right? Oh God. Oh, I can't believe you're
2: saying that. You know what? I may still have a little bit of pride left, and asking a no-diamond-for-money is something that you're never gonna see me do.
1: Rubian knocks on Borba's door.
2: Borba. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, where's Borba? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey. hey, hey.
1: Ruby and chases after the puppy into their backyard where old Borba is sprawled out on the grass.
3: Help! Help, oh I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh my god, Borba, are you okay? Did you, did you uh, hurt? Did you break anything? Yes, I, I think I broke my watch.
2: I mean a bone or anything in your body. And no. Your watch is fine. Damn. Is that a Rolex or something? Yes,
3: but I didn't bite though. What? How did you get it? You no, know, it was once. Can you help me get up? I'm loving this chat, but... That's a good idea. Thank you. Um... Just, yeah, on the hand, on the hand. Oh my gosh, I want to punch you in the face so bad right now. What? i to help oh, you. pick him your neck. You know, it's tough not having enough strength to take care of my baby. Even worse, having him taking care of me.
2: He was a good boy who's calling for help.
3: Yeah. This malady is slowly devouring my body. I worry about my little pooch. I haven't really been able to give him a proper care. You see, he seems very happy, and I want him to stay that way. But I just can't really trust anybody.
2: Trust me. I mean, if anything happens, I'll watch him for you,
3: right? If anything happens, like me falling in my backyard and being unable to get up, like like now, just now. Yeah,
2: sure. Ah. Uh, I can take care of him now. Uh, the thing is like, honestly, I never had a pet. I really don't know what to do.
3: Have you ever cared about anything in your life before, Rabian? You do all right. This house has belonged to my family for generations. You see, we have books here from the 1800s. All those pictures you see on the walls, they're all family members that lived and died in this house. Yeah, that's a very nostalgic place for me, my friend, you see. It reminds me of who I once was and who I'm soon
1: to become. Just another beautiful picture on the wall. Rubian stealthily snatches a cookie from a fancy tray he spots nearby. Oh, those are Borba's. You mean the dog?
3: Mm-hmm. This is a fucking nice presentation you have here. He likes that way. Those are really good. It comes from France, Gourmet. Oh, Granny.
1: You know, she was actually the one who created her by life. Later that day, Ruby and, and Borba sit in front of the fireplace. Uh. Your sister loved this dog,
3: and I loved her. You know, we were going to get married and build a family, but but now it's it's only the dog and I. Here, take it. For me? Yeah, it was your sister's. You should keep it.
2: Well, thank you. I mean, she seemed very happy with you, and this house, for obvious reasons, makes me feel very close to her. Why
3: did not you move in? What? Why don't you move in? I'm sorry, I... Why don't you move in? I mean, it, it, it makes sense, right? Since you're gonna be here, helping me out with the puppy and... You know, and plus you could feel closer to your sister, as you said, so...
2: Move in?
3: Sure, I'm gonna reward you generously for your time, unless, of course, you might have other affairs in town that could prevent-
2: No! I, I'm... I can make it happen. I mean, I do indeed will have to leave two big companies in order to be here, but
3: nothing like that. Really? Well, curiosity has me taken. Which ones? and uh, Lyft.
1: right,
2: here we go, here we go.
1: Yep, some water for you, here. Rubian helps Borba into bed, arranges a pillow and gives him medication Ah, with water. Oh boy, nice, deep, tight. Bitch, please. Rubian exits and Borba with his puppy nestled under the blankets beside him, plants a kiss on the dog's head. He closes his eyes, a contented smile on his face. Rubian walks into Borba's walk-in closet. He pulls out a fancy robe. Rubian dons the fancy robe, grinning at his reflection. He lounges by the hot tub, taps the faucet, and voila. A water fountain show begins. Rubian's in a wine cellar surrounded by bottles. He grabs one and it's a Jenga-like situation as the entire row teeters. Rubian walks in the living room, a bottle of wine in hand and a smile on his face. With his glass full, Rubian heads to the garage, where he's greeted by an impressive array of expensive motorcycles and luxurious cars.
2: Bitch, please.
1: End of episode three. Written and directed by Thales Correa, This is the audio version of Doggy Bank. Want the full cinematic experience? The complete series is available now on Amazon. Dive into Doggy Bank and witness the story come to life on Prime Video.
0: And that's all for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a story that you want us to catch, submit it on our website at www.relatablebestmedia.com. Thank you for listening, and whether you are at home or on the road, we hope you catch this story.